everyone, and welcome back to OK Yep, or welcome if it's your first time joining. We like to have fun here. Um, I'm very tired, so I apologize for that. It is my finals week, and I wasn't going to do one today, but this is for you, Bobby. If you know, you know. And by if you know, you know, I mean if you're Bobby, you know. You can hold me accountable if I don't do them on time. So I'm very tired. It's literally 9 o'clock. It's not even that late. But, you know, it's been one of those weeks. It's been, I know I say that a lot, but, um, yeah, this one has been kind of tough. I, there's just been a lot going on um, in my family, and then there, I've been in and out of the doctor's office because I have my own weird medical thing going on. No, it's not anything bad, don't worry. And, um... Yeah, it's, it's finals week for my school. I like I have to work. I'm just it's just very tiring, and I just want to sleep in. But I have to get up bright and early for my finals tomorrow, or my final tomorrow. And then after that, literally, I have my final from eight thirty to ten thirty. And actually, my professor is a saint, and I had to end up. I had to um, schedule a doctor's appointment for my thing. Okay, I'm basically I have ovary problems. <laughs> Meh. How quirky. Um, but I needed to schedule an ultrasound slash lab work and it's kind of urgent because there could be something wrong. Hopefully not, but, um, that kind of needed to be done. So I needed to schedule an appointment for this week. And, um, the first available appointment they had was 11 o'clock. So I took it and then I realized that I had a final, but I already said that I'd take it. And so I emailed my professor and um she was so freaking kind about it i was like oh i'm just letting you know like or i think i was like Re- realistically is it going to take three hours because it's sectioned off like nine to twelve and um she's like no it usually takes people about an hour and a half but if you want i can if you want it and it's like proctored it's over zoom um so she's there so it's this is taking time out of her morning she's like if you want you can take it starting at 8.30, so then it gives you um, that much more time to finish before your appointment. And I was like, I would love that. So that's awesome. So I have my final from 8.30 to 10.30, and then I have my appointment at 11, and that's supposed to be until 11.45. And then I have work, which is a half hour away, um, at 12.30 until 4.30. So it's kind of a busy, it's like a back-to-back day. Um, but you know, it is, it is what it is. So I thought after all that, um, I'd share a positive thing that happened today. Actually, despite this week being crazy and then me anticipating tomorrow and just kind of dreading tomorrow, today was actually, I feel like a lot of good things came out of it. I was able to see a friend I haven't seen in a while. If you're listening, Hey girl, Hey Macy. (laughs) Um, and I also found out I'm going to be living on campus in the spring, which I'm so happy about. And I'm glad that's, that's a weight lifted off my shoulders. I'm so happy to get back onto campus and, oh, I'm so excited. So although there's been some tricky things going on in my life, there has been some wins today. All right, so as 
I'm recording this. I literally don't know what the podcast is going to be about. So surprise, it's going to be a surprise for me and for you. Maybe I'll just talk. I don't know. I really am so tired <laughs> and um, just stressed. And this isn't like, I want. I do want to record this because it. I do need a break from just doing homework. And I don't even know why I'm so tired. I didn't even do much today. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, so we're figuring this out together. Okay, sorry, I'm back. I got a bowl of cereal. I realized I never have a treat on these podcasts. When in my podcast trailer, I say grab a treat or a cup of coffee or something like that. And I've never grabbed a treat. So I might hear some cereal um, throughout this. Well, sorry. <laughs> All right. After much consideration, um, you don't know this, but I <laughs> left the room, grabbed a bowl of cereal, and then I had a little think sesh for this podcast. And actually, this is actually a really good um, subject that I haven't got to talk about, which is burnout. And um, it's kind of fresh, kind of fun. Um, and just how burnout happens but if you kind of give it time um sorry i got a message from work um but if you give it time maybe you'll come back to love what that thing was and for me i think everyone experiences this in high school or college one way or another sorry you're gonna hear my cereal i'm eating frosted mini wheats these are the most frosted mini wheats i've ever seen in my entire life so that's another win from today Sorry if you hear me eating. This isn't supposed to be an ASMR um, podcast. Okay. So, where should I start? So, when I was... I'm going to be talking about, specifically, burnout in cross-country that I had um, in high school. So, yeah, let's get into that. Okay. So, I did cross-country every single year of high school and my freshman year I did it I wasn't really good like I was fine but I wasn't like crazy good I think I was on the cusp of varsity so it's probably like ninth or tenth or something like that and I was also injured so I don't know how I became injured I think my body wasn't used to like the actual running and actual like intensity of cross country in high school because I was used to like these two mile races in middle school and Bessie's like little races and I wasn't used to it so before and but the thing was even though I wasn't very good freshman year I was I was always very um like dedicated and persistent and I, it's something I really wanted to succeed in and I wanted to see myself succeed in it at one point or another so I vowed that and I then I went to um, like massage therapy and um, physical therapy, and I got better. It was my hips that were injured. But going to sophomore year, I really wanted to become like varsity runner. I wanted to like when I saw the varsity runners getting ready for states when I was a freshman, I was like, I want that to be me. So I trained really hard, and going into sophomore year was probably my like 
turning point for wanting to actually succeed in the sport. And so sophomore year, that's definitely where I just, I started to become better at it. Again, if you compare, okay, not again, because I didn't even mention this the first time, but I wasn't like this crazy runner, but I was definitely like, I don't know, I was, I was starting to become good and I was starting to, the hard work was paying off. So sophomore year, I was probably like fifth on the team on average. So I was finally on varsity and I really enjoyed it. And like, I felt that cross country was my thing. Like that was, cause as a girl who does a lot of things, I'm not like, I don't excel at one thing. I'm mediocre at a lot of things. So I was like, you know, I think running might be my thing. Um, so going into junior year, I trained even harder. And this was the year where I was, it was this was probably my peak year when it came to cross country. And I was probably, I think on average, I was second for my team. So um, yeah, I was just, I was doing better than I ever had before. This was like the year I was getting my best times ever. And I was staying so consistent and I was like, my drive was there and my dedication was there. And just, this was the year that my head was the most in it. And I was so excited for senior year because I still had one more year. But I, at every race, I just wanted to keep getting better and better. And I just wanted to keep working for it. And even though I knew I wasn't going to get that number one spot on my team because the girl in front of me was very, very fast, I was still just happy improving for myself. And I had this intrinsic motivation that I didn't really have in past years. Nothing about my motivation was extrinsic because it wasn't like I was getting an award every time, except those those were fun to get. Um but it was all with it from within and I was just happy to be a part of the team and happy to be a part of the sport. So going into senior year, so after cross country and junior year ended, um, I did my other two sports of the year and then come end of spring, I started training again for cross country. And so that's basically how my time was split in high school. It went end of spring all the way to November. I was focused on cross country. And then November to March was Nordic. And then March to, say, May or June was um, tennis. But I didn't really focus that much on tennis. So a lot, there was some overlap between my start for cross country and the end of tennis. So going into um, senior year, I was kind of over it already. Like junior year, I really did enjoy being active and I enjoyed the competitiveness that I had that I hadn't really had in the past year. Then I enjoyed doing well. I enjoyed getting awards. I enjoyed um, feeling like this fire in me. But toward the end of the season, I was like, yeah, I'm done racing. I don't want to do this. It's it's a lot to go to have these cross country races multiple times a week. And it's just always be running. Like running takes a toll on you. There's no breaks when you're running a 5k. Um, and so the start of senior year cross country happens and I think my head wasn't quite in it and it wasn't quite, my mindset wasn't how it was when I was a junior, let's say. And also another thing is that I wasn't, I was ner nervous that I wasn't going to maintain that number two spot I had because there were other people on the team that were getting a lot better slash new people on the team that were better or getting better. Um, and I was nervous of losing that spot. So almost like my fire to keep going turned into fear of losing that spot, 
which kind of turns into that um the arousal into anxiety and i don't mean arousal in that way but like you know the arousal when you're at the starting line and yeah i'm ready to do this and that um you know that that excitement in you but it all turned to this anxiety and i was just I didn't want to give up my number two spot and I didn't want to have my times diminish. I didn't want to not win any awards this year. So it, it turned into a lot more fear when I was training. And in addition to that, there was a lot of um, drama on the team and um, not necessarily like, I'm not going to actually go into it, but there was a lot of stuff on the team that was a distraction and as a captain, my senior year, I had to kind of change my focus from maybe always wanting to get that um, number two spot and to always stay where I was and to just keep improving to maybe the more social side of things. But with that um, also became more stress associated with the sport. So although necessarily it wasn't correlated to the running, it was still correlated to cross country, which made my drive to go to cross country not as um not as high and i just i don't always want to go to cross country anymore i felt like i was disappointing everyone i felt like i just wanted to be a good role model and sometimes i don't think i always felt that way but yeah as the season went on i actually remember the getting on the bus for the second race of the season and there's like 10 races in a season so this is very very early on and I got on the bus and I was like I can't do an entire season of this I was starting to get worn out from running worn out from the social aspect of things worn out from the leadership part of things I was just getting overworked and I sat on the bus and I was like I just don't want to do this anymore but you can't quit after the second race you got to finish it off so yeah as the fear inside of me about losing that spot and losing like how good I was and my reputation, it just increased. And at one point there's this one small section of the season where the girl in front of me got injured. And so I kind of took over that number one spot, not because I wanted to or not because I was getting necessarily better, but just because she was injured and I was next person in line. So for like two races, <laughs> that's it. Um, I had that spot. But then after that, I, noticed the gap between me and the people behind me was getting um thinner and thinner and i wasn't quite having this like it wasn't quite me being closer to the girl in front of me but it was me closer to the people behind me or at least they were closer to me so that again i started to get so nervous of just losing that spot that i forgot the intrinsic motivation and the intrinsic reason why i love the sport so much and so i also think that maybe junior year, I was a different body than I was senior year. When, as a runner, you have a very, you need a very, okay, I'm going to rephrase that. As a runner, traditionally, people have a certain body type, and I don't have that. I'm not this very, like, tall, lean, um, runner's body built type of person. Like, I have to work for, like, exercising and running, and I think that I started to really become a person in an adult senior year also. And so I, my hips were widening and I wasn't quite this like tiny, tiny runner anymore. Um, and so I remember at one race, which was 
sorry, pick off. <laughs> um, still eating cereal. Hang on. Oh, yep. I really am craving a sugary cereal, cereal right now. But we don't buy those. <laughs> I was literally about to say. I tell you all, I'm going back to school in the spring, even though I've already addressed that. Sorry, um, my mind is everywhere. Like always, I'm very chaotic, hectic energy. Anywho, um, I don't even know where I was, but oh yeah, there was, my times were also not as good as my junior year times. Like if you were to look at um, the same race, I did, I did junior year to the same race uh, senior year, I wasn't as good. I wasn't necessarily getting like the 22 times anymore, but I was closer to like 24s. Um, so I, that was frustrating. It was frustrating that I was, I felt like I was working so hard and I was trying to keep up my, my stamina and my speed in that spot and just not feeling rewarded or it didn't pay off. And I still was doing well, like at these invitationals, occasionally I'd still get these awards, but I remember junior year, I got ninth overall at this race. And then senior year, I got 22nd overall, which is still very good. But it was just, to me, I was like, oh, come on. And around this time, I was starting to get letters from schools <clears throat> for running for their cross-country team. And I considered it for a little bit, especially at the beginning of the season. But as the season went on, I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can race again um, and keep doing this. I'm like over it. And so... Um, toward the end of the season, this, and I was also really nervous of how I would react when the time was that the people behind me would, on my own team would beat me because I knew it was coming because they were only closing the gap and I was, I wasn't running faster. And at one point they did, and I was really nervous. I was going to be a poor sport about it. And I was really nervous. I was going to either cry or be mad or take it out on like not that I would like get mad at anyone, but I was just nervous. I was going to be kind of like a sore loser, but luckily I, the race ended and they pulled in front of me right at the end. And, um, I, I just said to them, I was like, thank you for pushing me because they did they, throughout the entire race. I kept wanting to like slow down and I knew they were right behind me on my tail. So I, I kept going. And so that's all I could really say. Thank you for pushing me. So the state race came and already I was like, I know I'm done. I really don't want to be doing this anymore. We are running long miles. We are, I'm de we're dealing with a lot of drama on the team. We are dealing with, um, or I'm dealing with just not feeling good enough anymore. I feel overworked. I feel tired. I'm, my passion is gone. I don't have the motivation. And the States race was a very gross day. It was like, raining and muddy and so it was awful and the we were at the starting line and I was so nervous and I always got I have such bad um racing anxiety which is weird because I the two sports two of the three sports I did in high school were literally race-based um but like every time I'd be on the starting line I would be shaking I'd like feel like crying and I no one could talk to me like if it was like 10 minutes before a race. I couldn't, no one could talk to me because I wouldn't be able to respond to them. Um, but anyway, like we're on the starting line and in my head, I'm like, you know what? I've had a good run. It's been a good ride while we've been here, but I'm going to try my best and we're going to still try to come out um, doing our best. And because it's such a muddy day, the gun goes off 
and I just, and me and a lot of other people, just faceplant. My foot didn't get any traction, and I just, it, my foot slipped out from under me, and I faceplanted into the ground. And at that point, I was like, well, that's that. And I always, like, got up, and, and like, everyone who fell, we ran. But I was just so over it. Like, you know, when you're on a starting line, and you start to have that um, excitement and that um, adrenaline going through you, and the minute I hit the ground, the adrenaline was gone, and I didn't feel any, like, um, fight or flight in me anymore. And it felt like I was going out for a run, like for fun. So, but I tried to keep going. And at one point the girls from behind me on my own team, as I knew they would, they were coming up from behind me. And then they started to pass me, you know, and I just gave them a thumbs up in my head. I was like, I've had my time to shine. It is their time. Now I'm rooting for you. And yeah, they, they beat me. And I, again, I wasn't focused on that anymore because it was my last race. What was I going to do? I was a high school, I was a senior in high school. And what's going to happen afterward? That's like never now, besides this podcast, and occasionally if I talk about it with like friends, I don't, I'm never like, oh, I wish that time in in high school was a little bit better. Or I wish I beat those girls at the state race. Like, you don't know when you're an adult. And I'm not saying it doesn't matter because when you're in, you're in high school, it matters. Like it totally matters. But afterward, like I have not once regretted anything about sports in from high school. Never. It really, in the long run, it doesn't matter. But I get it in high school. It feels like it's your entire world. But anyway, um, I finished the race and I started bawling. And my other friend who, um, she was the girl in front of me or who was like always number one, she was the other senior on varsity and she started bawling and we were just crying because we were so invested in the team. And I think it was crying of tears of like sadness that we were, that it was over. But then we were crying because also <laughs> we were done and it was, it was kind of a, a cry of relief. And I remember I got on the bus um, to change into warmer clothes. And I was like, and I'm not running in college. I'm not doing this again. And she was like, yeah, I'm not either. And so I didn't. And I, so I, last year in college, I didn't run. So that my friends is called burnout. When you're overworked, you're tired, you don't have any more motivation. You don't have your passion anymore. That is burnout. And it happens to a lot of high school athletes. It happens to a lot of college athletes too. Um, I'm an exercise science major, so this is something I'm actually very knowledgeable about, and we spent a lot of our time learning about. So yeah, burnout's a thing, and looking back, I was definitely experiencing burnout. But the cool thing is, so as I said, I didn't run this year, and I took this year off, but or this past year, sorry. Um, but as the year went on last year, I missed that team aspect of a sport, and I missed running, I missed racing, and I was like, you know what? I think I want to do this again. It was kind of when quarantine hit and we all had to go home in March. And I was like, what do I got to lose? Because also at that point, I really, I found out I wasn't studying abroad. I wasn't going to be studying abroad this fall. And I was like, what do I have to lose? Like I should do it. And so I emailed the coach and yeah, technically I'm on the team right now. And we're doing like these um, like individual workouts and online training stuff. So it's not the year that I had envisioned when I thought about when I thought about myself going back to cross country. But that's kind of the cool thing about burnout is once you take your time off, 
if it's really something you're passionate about slash like meant to do, you're going to find your love for it again in one way or another. And what's cool is usually the second time this happens, which happened to me, I felt the want and desire to run again. I felt the desire to be on a team again, but I didn't have that um, pressure to win again. Like I could totally see myself, and again, because of COVID, there hasn't been any, any competition. So I don't even know how I rank in comparison, probably last to everyone else. But I, I don't care. <laughs> like if I am last on um, the team or even the whole race, like, I think it's funny. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I, I don't have that added pressure and I don't have that sense of needing to be in a certain spot. Like, obviously if there's racing again, anytime soon, I want to do well for my team and I want to work as a team and do my best and improve for myself. But I don't feel that added pressure, which I often felt in high school with months to come before cross country started. And that's kind of the the beautiful thing about burnout is even though it can suck and it can be really um, discouraging, like why am I not super passionate about the sport that I used to love and I used to be so drawn to? But when you take a break and when you take a step back, you realize that your love never really left and now you really know the real reason why you love it. And maybe it's not necessarily for the competition aspect of it, but maybe it's just for the joy of doing it. And I know this might be kind of a harder podcast to relate to because I'm talking about cross country, but this can apply to any sport and it can also apply to non-sports. Say maybe you were really into theater in high school or chorus or chess club or whatever, robotics, whatever it might be that you, or maybe just super motivated in school like we all have our things that we loved in high school slash maybe overworked ourselves in high school but more times than not it finds you again and if you let it um leave and then come back you'll find a new sense of beauty for it and you'll find a new sense of like want to do it again and the cool thing also is about the whole cross-country thing is this past year when I wasn't on the team and when I wasn't actually competing, I found my love for running again. Like I'd go out on runs and I'd look forward to running and I'd look forward to going on long runs with friends. And I look forward to training for a half marathon and completing that goal um, by myself. Like when you take away the pressure of it and the causes of burnout, you really come around to love the leisureness of the sport which definitely happened with me. So if you're in high school or in college, or maybe you're an adult and you're competing or whatever age you might be and you're feeling discouraged and you aren't, um, you're losing your intrinsic motivation, you're losing your desire, your willpower, your dedication, you think you're getting worse at the sport, just know that like, it's gonna be okay. Like take a step back. There's nothing wrong with you. This is so normal. Take a step back, take a breather, maybe take a break, because breaks are okay. Everyone needs a break. And then maybe rediscover your love for the sport or the activity that you've lost touch with and be forgiving of yourself. So if it's something like my scenario, don't race for a year, don't race for a couple months and and don't have it on your expectation to race soon. 
because that can also add some pressure. Just take it easy on yourself. Go easy on yourself and you'll find your love for the activity again or the sport or whatever it might be. So I know it's so normal and um, I know that a lot of people like me kind of rediscover their sport in college, but on a more leisure level, um, whether it's just being able to go to your gym and shoot basketballs instead of doing a whole game and feeling the pressure of competing in that, or whether it's running or whatever it might be, but you'll find your love for it again. And also, if you don't, that's okay too. We're not all meant to be high school superstar athletes, and we're not all meant to do what we did in high school because we changed so much and it's okay if your interests change. That's also normal. So remember, be easy on yourself and don't worry. We're all feeling it. You're not uh, abnormal. Sorry, I'm still eating my cereal. Hang on. It's very soggy. That's cute. Okay. Sorry. I don't know why. I literally started. I literally hit record and took a bite. Um, but thank you for listening today. I know this was a little shorter than usual. I didn't anticipate it to be, but I would rather give you guys something than nothing at all. And I'm really actually excited for classes to end because I can invest more time in these and um, stay up to date and maybe plan them out more and have some meaningful um, conversations with people and have some more guests. So I'm really excited about that. Thank you for listening. And um, I hope that maybe this podcast was able to um, touch a few of you today. But um, yeah, have a good rest of your night and join me next time on OK Yup.